0: Come on, Jack, hurry up. Where are you? Yeah, sorry, Jack.
1: Sorry. Jack, what are you doing, mate? This isn't Indiana
2: Jones. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Run movie, wrong movie. I'm well, uh, no.
0: solo no. today. What do you mean?
1: It's not even Harrison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Coruscant Nights podcast. Again, we're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Indiana Jones
1: uh hello <laughs> and jack of course yeah
0: <laughs> how are you guys doing today decent lovely decent. lovely all right so if you hadn't guessed by the intro or how are you cooper oh well yeah. thank you for asking i'm uh i'm doing all right thank you i'm that's good a bit I'm hungry glad. actually yeah, yeah yeah gonna go get some food after this but um nice today Like I was saying before, we're going to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story. It is the next chronological movie after the prequels. That's probably the best way to describe it. Yep. And we've already had a little bit of a chat about this. This is something that's probably going to be a bit divisive um, amongst us. So we that'll be fun. It will be fun. I can't wait. Got Got a couple of differing opinions on this. Just uh, before we begin, a reminder we do have social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, YouTube, and Patreon. If you want to go check out Patreon, uh, the link is via our Instagram bio. If uh, you're checking out our YouTube page and you want to check out our socials, they're linked in our channel banner. For those who are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go check out the YouTube version as well. Um, We've got FaceCam and you'll be able to match some uh, uh, voices to some faces, which will be good. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, go check it out on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. That'd be greatly appreciated. Okay.
1: And of course, as always, thank you to our two Patreons.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you to Ben and Nikita for their continued support. All right. Solo a Star Wars story released at probably the worst possible time for a movie uh, in 2018, May, May 2018. Is that right? Yeah. And like yeah. After... One month after Avengers Infinity War, one of the biggest movies of all time. So, unfortunately, it didn't do very well at the box office. Mm. Um, But regardless, it did come out and we're here to talk about it. So, five years ago, it came out. um, I'm probably going to butcher this name. I'm going to try my best. Starring Aldrin... Oh, no, I already (laughs) stopped up. Aldrin Eichridge. Is that right? I, no. I
1: do not know. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say it. Is it Aldrin? Aldrin, Aldrin no? I I, like, I, yeah, the guy Jack's like pointing to. So
0: it starts that's him good. and uh, Amelia Clark, Woody Harrelson, and um, uh, oh, I can't remember. Donald Glover. Paul Bennett. Donald Glover. And I was also going to say Paul Bettany. Bettany, yes. Bennett. Yeah. Bettany. Yeah. Mm. Bettany, B- yes. Yeah. Big actor. Big actors, actually.
2: From Infinity War. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: true.
0: So, um, this was probably one of the more strange Star Wars movies, because it's the first um, character-based adventure. It's not focused on uh, the overall Skywalker saga, and it's not like Rogue One, where it was about a whole team trying to accomplish a mission. This one's very much focused on Han, and we'll get into this a bit later, but based on the screen time, Han dominates, dominates the screen for most of the film, so um definitely something to be uh aware of but so like we normally do we'll go through some positives and negatives i'll go through some quotes there were not as iconic of quotes in this movie but there definitely are some and then we'll uh do the the uh, screen time game again because that's always fun i think you guys are tired one all Mm -hmm. and then i'll finish with some questions uh at the end okay does
1: anyone want to start I reckon Jack should start. He's got a good case.
2: All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh let's go back to the usual and go positives. I reckon. Oh no, no, no. Actually, no. Let's go negatives mm. because I reckon I reckon this is gonna. Ooh, be more again. Yeah, I reckon it's gonna be more divisive. Um, so to start us off, I think I only have a few negatives about this movie. Not because it's like a perfect movie, just because it's hard to critique a solo like, well, uh, not pun intended. A solo movie about a character. Not pun intended, nice. but. Nice. <laughs> That was really funny, Jack. Good job. I didn't mean to. I was... I
1: know.
2: So, when it's like a solo-led film like this, it's... (laughs) It's kind of... Come on, Jack. I'm crumbling. It's kind of hard to, like... You don't have anything to base it off because there's no prior individual-led movies unlike the other Star Wars ones. So, how do you really characterise just one person in particular? So, I'm just going to go off plot, I reckon. So, the plot for me lacked heavy in terms of how it wasn't very, it was centered around Han, but didn't have big implications for his future that we see him later. And for the star Wars and for the star Wars um, galaxy, aside from meeting Chewie and the Falcon and Lando basically, but let's be honest, like anyone could have made up a story about them meeting. It's not really that high level thinking. And another huge negative is uh, in my opinion, is the droid relationship with yeah. so, like I'm not a, I'm not against the idea of it. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be uh, wrong here. I don't know. There's no droids obviously in real life, but um, it just doesn't seem right, and it, and it kind of felt a bit jarring to have like that kind of plotline be almost a central factor for having uh, the droid be implemented into the Falcon. And now, when you see an original trilogy, you know it's actually that droid. If, I'm not a huge fan of L3 either. Yeah.
0: If I might just add quickly, um, that's probably because Ron Howard directed this, um, this movie. That's a very Ron Howard story arc to add. If anyone's oh, yeah. has anyone seen like Arrested Development, mm. yeah, mm. it's a very much like yeah. him to do that. And uh it's um, random.
2: Yeah, it's very... I don't think it was needed. That's the that's the issue I had. I'm like, okay, this is just shoehorned in to have Lando have an extra character development kind of in within it. Um. Uh, some other negatives. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. I think there was just a lot of characters, which make, like, they didn't take away from Solo, but just a lot of characters that I don't really care to remember or, like, be like, oh, yeah, they're there. Like, it's just kind of, like, why they kind of here. Like, I know they're trying to show the team aesthetic with, um, uh, what's his name again? The Han meets Beckett. Beckett. Yeah. Like, Beckett's team... I. Didn't really care for, apart from the I forgot his name already, but the I haven't watched it for a while. But the forearm um, dude that we see in and stuff, yeah, he's he's a cool species. I do I do respect that. John Favreau
0: cameo,
1: um,
2: literally, yeah. He was um, a
1: cool character,
2: yeah. Yeah, and um, any other negatives I might have to think about when you guys start talking about yours. But those are my two major major gripes, hundred percent.
1: If it's alright with Cooper, I think I'll go next. Sure, because I don't have. Same as Jack, I don't have a huge amount, nor are they very specific. Mm. L3, again, same as Jack, wasn't a huge fan of. With the characters in general, like Jack said, again, there was, I don't know if I'd say it was too many or they just weren't notable enough, but Mm. I don't remember any of their names, for example. That's true, Um, apart from
2: Beckett, yeah.
1: Apart from Beckett, yeah, he's a main character. And in some points of the movie, I feel like I may have been a little bit bored. And found yeah. myself getting a bit distracted.
2: I can agree with that. Yeah.
1: Which isn't obviously what you want in a movie, but I think that was mainly during the first half. So I feel like yeah. as it gets into the second half, it becomes a lot more enjoyable. Mm. Yeah.
0: Very I agree. Completely. As, I,
1: yeah. That's, oh, sorry, you go.
0: I was just going to say, I, um, there's that bit where they go to find Lando. That's probably the most boring yeah. bit that's of dragging. the whole movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: So a... yeah, I completely agree with you.
1: Yeah, they, they were the main things that I had as the negatives.
2: So. I thought the start was exhilarating, though. That's I'll talk about that later. But that's one of my positives, actually.
1: Yeah, start was good. Yeah. All right. All
2: right, my turn. Here we go. All right, prepare an hour. Oh, long.
1: get ready, everyone. This will be a long time. First of all, I'll just blank. say, Have a sleep. I
0: didn't dislike this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. I, I'd only seen it once before. I rewatched it.
2: You guys, have only both seen it once after rewatching. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my second time
1: watching it. On the rewatch, it was my second. I tried
0: time. rewatching it, but I just couldn't get into it.
2: On the record, I've watched it three
0: times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not that different. Hey, hey, that's
0: that's less than once. A, that's less than once a year. So,
1: and I will admit, I this is this is a positive. Uh, this will be a positive for me. Is that I was really not looking forward to rewatching this movie but thankfully because we decided to review it I did rewatch it and I actually found that I really enjoyed it a that's lot good. more than I remember. Yeah,
2: that's good. I respect that.
0: We'll get into the positives in a minute and I can definitely yeah. agree with you there. Okay, where to begin? I'll I'll agree with you guys. L3 is not a very good character. Um and the whole droid rebellion I think is not very interesting. I think it's shoehorned in just to give L3 more screen time, which she didn't really need. I also think that L3 doesn't even really move like a droid. Like, even when she turns around, it's very... She's human-like. a bit too...
1: Yeah, a bit too human, a bit too fluent.
0: Well, it reminds me of K2 or so a bit. He moves like a human. They no, can't... but he's still, he's still got that um, kind of stiffness when he walks. Yeah, he does. And he kind of that. bobs up and down. Yeah. Whereas yeah. right it she just she looks like a like a human with uh, with droid bits around her. Yeah,
2: yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, sure, why not?
0: This is my controversial opinion here. Oh gosh, I did go. not like Lando Calrissian in this mm. movie. Okay.
1: I, thought... I don't know if that's super controversial because I'm yeah. kind of
2: half half on Lando yeah. in this movie. I think I'm more positive than negative on him, though. I don't think he's a negative for the film. I don't. Yeah, think... I agree.
0: So, let me just put it out there first. Donald Glover did very well. I thought he w- did yeah. Lando very well, captured he the did. charisma very well. Just what they did with the character, I didn't really like. He was in it not very for not a long period of the movie, and he yeah. didn't really, really impact the story. He was more of a plot device. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he was the one who had the Millennium Falcon and then just kind of tagged along uh, when, um, when he gave them the ship. So, it's like... Yeah. He, he didn't need to. I feel like he was just in there so that um they could meet. And it explained the future um, interactions between them in Empire and yeah. Return of the Jedi.
2: Honestly, I agree. Because I think, now that you mentioned that, I kind of think they needed to show their best friend dynamic more. Aside from them playing cards. Like, let's be honest. You don't become best friends with someone if they just beat you in a card game and find out your tricks.
0: Oh, well, I don't even know if they're best friends. There's And there's a quote we'll get to later. But just... I don't think they're friends in this movie and, and they're more just though. like they're business like... partners.
1: I agree. Yeah. Like in, in empire, you know, they're like, Oh, it's my old friend. And yeah, but they don't really show much of a friendship forming between them. Maybe- if anything, it's more of a respect and only in the gambling
2: sense. Maybe the solo two, they were going to branch onto that friendship element and have him tag along at the end. What happens at the end of this one, but because that was actually planned for a, a while, actually. So that's, I don't think they were expecting such a low box office number and um not as critically acclaimed. I think so. Well, let's from. let's also remember there was meant to
0: be a Lando TV series coming out.
2: I think there still is barring
0: Donald Glover. I think it is, still is. It technically is still in the works, but we have heard nothing about it.
2: Yeah.
0: So I That's don't. know. Something I
1: completely made. forgot about. I you, know. I know. You. you probably I know.
0: um my last negative. Yes, my last. I don't have that many. Oh. I have a little bit of an issue with Han and how he works in this story. And you can say this about any movie, but I feel like he's almost a a perfect character. He always... uh, Do you
1: mean in this movie specifically? Yes, in,
0: in this movie specifically. So I'm thinking more towards the end where he's the one to come up with the plan after, you know, only really following for less than a week, however long the the journey goes for, I feel like he's making very uh, important decisions as a as a rookie. I feel like the decisions he do make uh, does make are flawless, um, and I'm even thinking back uh, to the the scene right at the end when Han shoots Beckett. Um, just it feels like. Beckett didn't even really get a chance to 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 fight back, which I know is the point. It's, it's a good it's a good way to show the character development of Han, but just the fact that he's always doing the right thing and getting away with things he probably shouldn't. And I know it's plot armor; he's the main character and whatever. And we've seen this in other films, but I don't know why it just bothers me in this one.
2: Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that big time, actually, because I think that scene with Beckett, I know because it's only one film, like maybe the development should have happened a bit later, but I think because it shows how smart Han is, even though he's played as in the original trilogy is just some kind of flame, like not flame boy, but um, hot shot pilot, like who doesn't give a crap about anything, but yeah, when he's really rash. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know, rough around the edges kind of thing, but he picked up on everything that Beckett told him initially about don't trust anyone, like, even if they think you're, even though you think they might be your friend, then they're probably not, you know? So I think that wasn't actually, I think he's flawless in terms of, he's actually not as like how we portray him in the original trilogy, he's actually a much deeper character than just like a flawed character. And if anything, the only issue I had with Han himself in his film was that I think we didn't get to see the lawless criminal bound, like smuggler himself that's
1: what i that was i that's what i was thinking as well he's
2: yeah. more of a rebel already it's,
1: it's the slightly smuggler. missing the behind the we meet in a new hope
2: yeah exactly because in new hope and stuff he's a smuggler right yeah one, he basically starts helps them start the rebellion but then yes he exactly. basically doesn't know who they are later so I'm that like, that was probably again i
1: don't know if i call it negative but at the end when he hands over the the um coaxium. was it coaxium is it yep yeah. When he hands it over to the to those rebels. New rebels I feel yeah. like that's yeah. something that he wouldn't have done because he didn't become involved with the rebels at all until, until like later. episode either the end yeah,
2: the end of four, the end of a new hope. He would have hundred percent taken that for money because that's what Yeah, he's, that's what I reckon. That's what I reckon I he would have double be.
1: crossed them all, took it and sold it for himself.
2: That should have been the plot like the end plot twist to be like, oh yes. yeah, he's done the right thing here. You assume the protagonist would give Yeah. The materials to the good guys, but then he's like, "Oh, actually, no, I need." And that. he says,
1: he, "He even says, and this I may mean, sounded a bit childish in the movie when he goes, do you say? I'm not a good guy. I'm a bad guy, or something mm. like that.'
2: We don't actually see him be bad. No. Yeah,
1: we see we see a good guy.
2: He hijacks cars from bad people who are basically enslaving them on his planet. So why would we assume that that's a bad thing? Because hijacking cars in real life is bad. It's not bad if it's like he's in a. It's a
1: Robin Hood sort of thing.
2: Yeah. So I'm like. I mean, I guess maybe they'll try to go for that, but I think they didn't emphasise it enough.
0: Well, I do recall reading something. I don't know if it was from Ron Howard or maybe one of the writers, but they were saying that they wanted to portray Han as more of an optimist in this movie, Um, which I don't... He's not an optimist at all. I mean, he he yells at Leia
2: a lot in in the original trilogy. Cross decisions and... Yeah. Maybe. So, once again, they were planning on doing a second one when the first one was made. Maybe they were going to show that something actually changed him later on. Like, maybe, like, something happened after Kira left. Oh, spoiler. You know, after she ended up going with Darth Maul, maybe um, he just realized, you know, I tried to do the right thing. What has that got me? Like, I've lost mm-hmm. my girl. I've lost the crew. I have no one again apart from Chewie. So maybe then he goes on the bad route. But mm-hmm. once again, we'll never know because canceled. So, yeah.
0: I'll just say one last negative, and I only learned this today. Apparently, um, Jin and Saul Guerrero are meant to appear in the end of this film. Um and the fact that they weren't makes me a little upset. Just putting it out there. So
2: Mark and I I think are equally on the board that we didn't really I think there was a need for shoehorning. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just, really. just
0: you guys talk about a negative of the interconnect because
2: to the Star Wars
0: universe, this could have done it.
1: It's just as we were just saying about like the two it was too heavily rebel related. I feel like if Saw and Jin were there be like- that. It would be even rebels. more but, too but, involved with the Rebels. No, yeah. but
0: they weren't Rebels. This is before Rogue One. This is when... Okay.
2: Oh, well, Saw's been a rebel around the whole assassin. time. Saw's yeah. been a Rebel since the Clone Wars. Also, hot take here. I am sick of seeing Saw Gerrera in every single thing now. It's honestly really starting to annoy me. We've seen him in, in like five different pieces of media. I've seen him more than I've seen like Luke Skywalker in a sequel trilogy. Like what's happening here? <laughs> like how is it, how no. am I seeing more Saw than Luke? Oh, no,
1: personally, I disagree. I don't like Saw. Yeah, as well. I as well. No, I, I like You him. know what I like about Saw I like the fact that he's just he's like presented as like a morally grey rebel. Like I liked him in Rogue One. The rebels One. aren't squeaky clean like you think. Yeah. That's what I like
2: about him. Now see, this is why I'm trying to say. I liked him in Rogue One and I liked him in Andor. It follows his character, shows how he develops. But in Bad Batch it felt such a shoehorn. I'm like, why is it always why is it always Saw Guerrera out of all like, there are other rebel people. Why can't we not meet someone else? Like, why can't we not meet someone new? Always- but Saw
0: Gerrera is, like, a big presence in the Rebellion.
2: All right. We're not going into Saw, but I, I, just, no, I, I just think we don't need him in this movie again. That would be another piece of me. We'll idea. talk
1: about him next week with Rogue One. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Who wants to All go right, to the we Are we're
1: positives? doing positives? Could I start? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, most of mine are pretty minor ones, and the main one is just that it's a lot more enjoyable than I remember it being and the, I liked the plot, most of it, most of the plot. But in terms of the the smaller details, right, like just small things like how we see how Han gets his DL-44 mm. faster, I like that, that scene. I find that That's cool. cool. Yeah. I also, now, when I first started the rewatch of the movie, I wasn't a huge fan of Han joining the Empire. I but like I actually, as the, sorry, as the scenes progressed, um, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was a, quite a cool backstory for him. I didn't remember it. I obviously I've seen the movie before. I don't remember him being a part of the Imperials. I think
0: so. if if I might just add, I think it almost represents like citizenship with the Empire in charge. The fact that they're being enlisted into uh, into these um, <clears throat> uh, these battles and to be soldiers when they don't really want to, and then when they get there, it's like oh my god. I want to get back.
2: Honestly, one of my yeah. favorite scenes in the entire movie, to be honest, was that when he when they cut from him saying, "Oh, you're you join the thing, you go here," and then it cuts to like Beckett and his crew like doing all the business on that planet with the walkers and stuff. Really cool, cinematic. actually. With,
1: with... Oh, so you go, Cooper.
0: Do you did you guys know that that battle of Mimban specifically? It's very much like um, the Umbara arc, where they had um, Imperial forces fighting against each other.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. How cool was Beckett's... Um... Does it
1: show that in the movie? No. no. All right, okay.
2: How cool is Beckett's gun flips like Jango Fett? Yeah. Literally so cool seeing that again. I love seeing that stuff. So. So Another cool.
1: little thing about that battle, though, that I liked is how they're not just stormtroopers. Like, mm-hmm. we see the actual Imperial infantry, which is kind of a overlooked sort of aspect.
2: Or a rebel thing you see, mostly. Because,
1: yeah. I mean, you know they're not, but the stormtroopers are meant to be, like, the elite of the army. Mm-hmm. So, I find it cool that we get to see like just the ordinary infantrymen,
2: yeah, ground troops.
1: And another great positive is this guy here, Chewbacca. I really liked him in this movie. Yeah, Mm. we mentioned it last week with Revenge of the Sith. I'm not so sure how I feel about him getting going from knowing Yoda and being in the Battle of Kashyyyk to some monster in the in like a little like a rancor essentially. But, uh, I mean, I didn't particularly like that, but I liked him as a character in the movie and his his relationship with Han. And I feel like that is the exception to the rule that he was taught of don't trust anyone. I feel like he really trusts Chewbacca throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. And we were saying how we didn't see the relationship form between Han and Lando. Well, at least we got to see the relationship form between Han and Chewbacca, and I really enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, especially yeah, when I he them in the list of Wookiees and yeah. them, you know, shows that he cares about the people he cares about, you know? Yeah. Okay. And I think I'll end it
1: off with, I was saying this to the other two before we started, I actually wasn't entirely sure what Crimson Dawn actually was, so I had to look it up as I was starting the movie. And that it made me understand why Maul is in the movie. Because the first time I saw it, I just thought (laughs) Mole was just like, I just thought he was a cameo, pretty much. And that's why I was so confused. And I have mentioned it in another episode of the podcast. And I was like, why is Mole there? And then he didn't come in later. But now I understand why. So for that, that's all on me. I think that was pretty much it, though. And if you guys say anything that might jog my memory, then I might chime in.
2: Jack, you want to go? Yeah, sure. I'm ready. All right. So, um, thoroughly liked uh, Han Solo in this one. Actually, I enjoyed watching him on screen. I didn't get annoyed with him too much. Um, like seeing a backstory of him. Thought he was one of the obviously he was a trio main character for the originals, and we honestly know the least amount about him until kind of now. So it's good. Um, I love the relationship, like you said, with Wookie, with Wookie, with Chewie. <laughs> um, <thoroughly laughs> with Wookie. He... <laughs> With the Wookiee. um actually that was another thing that was pretty funny was that Han
1: could speak a bit of the wookie language
2: yeah, it was probably shoehorned in just so they yeah can, they can speak to yeah. each other
1: yeah
2: um uh you didn't mention this, but I actually really liked Dryden boss like I actually re- I thought we needed to get more of him because I thought there was not an overarching villain as such. it was more like you don't want to double cross him. it was more like oh don't threaten him, don't don't lie to him, you have to do what he says but it's not really like it was like because if you think about it, all the conflict and stuff that happened throughout the movie was a lot about emphasis and like other people trying to steal the same sort of thing, until like the very end, aside from their like fight scene within that that ship, Dryden's like not in for it all and I thought that was underused, you don't really see him do much apart from kill that guy at the start when they Yeah,
1: first... I, I can see that
0: I'll touch on this a little bit uh later I think Dryden's a very complicated character um just even though his mannerisms towards mm. the end when he grabs Kira's hair quite forcefully like he's he's trying to uh show his his power yeah even though he doesn't have maybe physical power he's trying to show know. his um
2: I'm not sure about the physical
0: part do you see scars
2: like every time well, we no. Him, no.
0: So like... maybe just okay. In comparison to someone like Chewbacca, who is mm. oh, really strong, um, Dryden is maybe just trying to show that he's not to be messed with, like you were saying. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that Paul Bettany does a really good job as Dryden. Yeah, I like him. as a
1: Really normal.
2: good job. That's why I wanted more of him. I
1: agree, and he's pretty sinister. Well, we did get him in um,
2: uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, but that's not that's not that's not like a real. That's just a cameo. Like, oh, there's Dryden boss Like, I, I want more... Dr- In other words, I wouldn't mind seeing more Dryden Boss. I think he was a pretty cool character. And I like that I love anything to do with Star Wars criminal underworlds and, like, the villain side of stuff. And I don't think we've gotten enough... And I don't count the Book of Boba Fett showing us a bit of Pike action. I want actual underworld crime. And I don't I don't count the fake Boba Fett Jabba the Hutt underworld. That doesn't not count. That's not... I'm not counting the biker gang as an actual mafia. <laughs> like, what is happening here? But, um... Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the Crimson Dawn side, and I think that's what almost got me to like the plot of it. Like seeing how Han was almost contending with such a big threat, who we now at the end realized it was Maul too.
0: Yeah, which is really cool. and also just quickly, I think it's interesting the way Kira also talks about Crimson Dawn. Like once you're in, you can't get out. Like yeah,
1: yeah. You, I can't leave yeah. with you
2: because Pretty they scary. will follow me. They Pretty will scary follow. stuff. Okay, I didn't really. Like her character so much, but I thought her fight, her fighting style and technique, and how she <laughs> actually I know people don't fall for plot twists a lot, but actually, I thought she was going to go with him until obviously she closed the blinds and said, I'm not coming with you. I'm like, ah, oh, she probably, but at first, I thought when they were fighting each other, I thought she was actually going to go with him, you know? So I was like, yeah, pretty cool character, but nothing to like rave about kind of thing. Um, uh, Drun's weapons were really cool too, just seeing something unique like yeah, that. Yeah, they were pretty interesting. I was going to say, you don't really see it's always blasters and just lightsabers, really. You know, you don't really see any other weird space tech. Uh, yeah. I talked a lot about the positives of Triton. Um, uh, What else did I really like? I like Beckett's character. I thought yeah. he was very generic, but I, I think Woody did a good job in this. Yeah. But I thought he was a very generic character. I, but I kind of liked that it was generic. I liked how they didn't try to make him like, oh, you know, he has morals and stuff. Like they yeah. kind of insinuated that he liked the girl and they wanted to settle down later. But all in all, he's just a guy who doesn't like doesn't trust anyone and will do anything for himself, you know. Yeah.
1: Which is dangerous,
2: but I like it. I liked it. Um, I, okay, here we go. I know Cooper's not going to like this. He didn't say it's a negative, but I don't think he really cares for it that much. But I think it was a massive positive. I thoroughly enjoyed the music in this film. Like once again, not John Williams. So going into it, I was a bit like when I went to see it in the movies, I was a bit like, mm, like I wonder how the music because Star Wars it's not just about that it's not just about everything that's happening on screen. It's also a lot about the music. Yeah. So I thought the music in this was really good and especially emphasis Nest, Emphas Nest theme. It was I thought it was really cool with the choir and the kind of instrumental bits of it. I just thought it made it, made it a bit more like powerful, I guess you could say, and just yeah. more exciting in the battle because I thought the train battle especially wasn't the most exciting, but having someone else try and steal the same thing made it a bit more of like a tug of, tug of war type, mm. type of situation. Which gave it a bit more like threat. Like I didn't think the probe droids threat of like the other side of the bridge was that like big, and I thought the lady could have probably jumped off or had some sort of other backup measure. Like, come on, how did they not think about that? Yeah,
1: like she had a grapple gun at the start. Like, yeah, didn't, didn't yeah. she have it with
2: her? Just nitpicks, but yeah. I, just, I don't know I just really enjoyed the music with the action scenes. I liked how Han was always willing to. I liked how to show that he's willing to shoot first too. Like he's not he's not going to shy away from killing someone in cold blood, kind of like how Andor was portrayed. I kind of wish mm. a bit more like that to show like how he's portrayed into this kind of like oh, within the rebellion in the original trilogy. I think that's what I probably would prefer the most. Um, Honestly, this is my final bit. Honestly, I did like seeing more just because I like Ray Park as like more, but I did think it was just heavily like, Oh, we need someone big to kind of like shop at the end here. Mm. I don't want to either like see because this is a tangent here but there's a lot of other films in other franchises that rely heavily upon having a big star or a big person show up at the end of a film to bring people just to even get to, to watch that scene. Fast and Furious did it with um Dominic Toretto and Tokyo Drift and it also happened with the recent movie Black Adam that didn't work with Superman. Yeah. Yeah. They That's really what rely- I Yeah, they really rely on on like the main star like and and Darth Maul we haven't seen live action apart from um Phantom so I thought, yeah, I understand why they did it to bring people. But I also didn't understand why he, like, ignited his lightsaber just to, flex like, it in front of it. Yeah, I,
1: I was confused about that as well. I was like, why is he igniting his lightsaber? Like, yep.
0: I know why. I know why. Threat. Well, threat and intimida- uh, intimidation. Yeah. So he- basically, he's saying, okay, you know, this has happened. Don't cross me.
2: Yeah, I get that. But then I think it was just kind of corny. It came up corny to me. Hey, it's a lightsaber you know, Maul, Maul's voice and Maul's appearance alone. I feel like he's one of the villains. His that voice, has, yeah. His voice. Yeah, that's really it, what does it. That gets away with being menacing without having yeah. to be physically like, yeah, I'm tough. And the way he like just sits on the chair. Yeah. Like, like he looks like, intimidating. Yeah. I was like, you have one of the scariest looking characters in the whole Star Wars thing and you, and you, you nitpick. But I thought, yeah, I would have liked to see more and more in live action. Don't know if it's going to happen ever again, sadly. But I I, I love what happened with him in the, the animation, but I really want to see more, more 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 in live action. It would have been really cool to see. I think it's under underutilized hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, those are my uh, before Cooper quickly starts.
1: I thought of one that I think Jack, we I'm pretty sure we both forgot to mention that we said uh, before we started is um, Han Solo himself. Like we feel like Alden did a a really good job portraying him.
2: I think I maybe mentioned it at the very start. Um Did we?
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure. Because um, it's just the looks that, that's deceiving. Yeah. That's the I only think. thing that doesn't seem very harm like.
2: Yeah, I think like especially this like image here. I think yeah. doesn't. Voice- you don't Sorry. think it's Han. Yeah. It's more like I wanna be Han almost kind of. Same with
1: this same with this one behind me with with uh Chewbacca.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not really I'm not really sure about that, but um yeah, I thoroughly thought, in my opinion, it was just a fun film that I had a lot more fun with compared to a lot of other Star Wars films in the franchise. Yeah. So that's why I, I um, don't mind a rewatch, and it's something you can put on that you don't have to focus too hard. Yeah. There's like implications for future stuff. So, yeah, I had fun with it. I enjoyed it.
1: I agree. Okay.
0: All right. Now, my first point I'm going to make quickly is one that I didn't even have written down, but is one that I actually think is probably the standout positive. The action in this movie is phenomenal. I think not just even from the, the battles we get. You guys said the train battle is a bit boring. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a middle Thanks. of a heist, but I think it's pretty ingenuitive in like incorporating different things. Like even the stormtroopers walking out with the gravity boots. That, that yeah. was a cool, cool idea. And even just the compartment, the different train compartments swinging between con- like the control of different people. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. I just thought tension there wasn't, because especially mm. how the trailer made it seem like Chewie's going to die. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what is going yeah. on here? Like, why is this happening? Like, of yeah. course, I think the tension wasn't there, which... That I was... agree.
1: I think that's why it was a bit on the boring side. Hmm. Maybe and not. As but I said I think... earlier, I found myself getting slightly distracted during that part.
2: Yeah, it's easy to, like, switch away from. Which that. is
1: why, when Cooper just before mentioned the gravity boots, I didn't even notice it, because at that point I was a little distracted. Hmm. Yeah. But
0: like, so even with the Kessel, the battle at Kessel, mm. I think not maybe what's happening because obviously it's like just blasters going off and whatever, but just the whole situation there and, you know, they're trying to, it's another heist really, they're trying to extract something from the Kessel mines and at the same time there's this revolution going on. So it's like, there's a lot happening. Which and was with...
1: not part of the plan. That was all L3.
0: Yeah. Um, and then with the last battle uh, in in the yacht, uh, it's like a every man for themselves battle, yeah. Which I, I thought really was pretty like that. cool. That was I'll also cool. just quickly mention: I thought the the shots and the cinematography and the flying was really really good. Got to mention that the flying was yeah. fantastic. They yeah. absolutely nailed it.
2: How can cool. cool I that scene with the star destroyer? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: oh, yes. That was cool. That gave me goosebumps. Iconic. I'm not going to lie. Is
2: so iconic. That is what yeah. the empire should be like portrayed. I thought the Empire in this movie was actually portrayed very well, considering we didn't have Andor then, and didn't have, like, even as much as I hate the Bad Batch, the Bad Batch, like, actually does a lot of Imperial side of stuff, like, especially with Tarkin and everything. So I think this was actually the first time we proper see, like, um, the Empire looking actually more menacing than yeah, other.
1: Considering the Empire wasn't really an antagonist in the film, they did a good job. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's actually. And in a terms good... of. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you go, Cooper.
2: No,
0: you go because mine's a mine's a point.
1: Yeah, so was mine. I was going to say that in terms of the visuals and cinematography, the um when they implement the coaxium into the fuel thing, the engine, that was yeah. a cool scene.
0: Oh yeah, because we don't like, we never really knew how it worked. Not
1: yeah, not just the the ship flying off super fast, but even there's a little like short, uh, what do you call it? like series of events where the fuel gets injected into the engine. Like, I yeah. thought I thought that was pretty uh, really
2: cool touch. Also forgot to mention that big beast when they were Kessel running it. How yeah about, that I was actually cool. really like that. That got me yeah. more tensed up than the other stuff because I was yeah. like music behind it and seeing like the tentacles trying to like wrap up. I thought that was cool. Yeah. A weird yeah. thing, but cool. It makes the Kessel run more memorable. Star Wars
1: cracking.
0: That's it. I feel like they had to probably nail the Kessel run just because of how iconic that I line was. It yeah. yeah
2: running something something about parsecs which i forgot already
0: yeah. wow and like, what a star wars fan you are you don't even know how many parsecs
2: <laughs> Dude, i get confused because he lies about it sometimes you know what i mean he always makes it seem like he did it faster but then everyone goes nah that's not true it was like this many you know so i always get the numbers mixed up yeah.
0: all right um i don't know if i'm going to speed through these but i'll go through them so i thought the plot was pretty engaging well cooper didn't that...
1: you have another point you want to make quickly
0: Oh, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so I thought the plot was engaging, but the twist didn't linger very much. Like the betrayal of Beckett and um, actually that's kind of... Oh, and the twist of the um Ness uh, being Rebels. I just... I thought it was a good twist, but I don't think it had the effect it was supposed to.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think I agree. Um,
0: with that. Music was good. I, I didn't really like emphasis theme, sorry. But I thought overall the music they incorporated, like the Trench Run music, I thought that was really cool. Um, and oh, there was another iconic track. Why well, can't I remember what it was?
2: The start scene? The solo theme?
0: Oh, yeah, the Han Solo theme,
2: obviously. That was so- <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention it. positive. How good was that opening scene? Yeah, I was, I was going to mention that as well. got me hyped up watching it in the movies, seeing him, like, sweat and stress firing up that car. I was like, oh, I thought it was a ship at first. It probably should have been a ship. But like, anyway, he was like firing it up and then he was like escaping and he was like, kind of like a bit like damaged. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. I was like, this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 And and also, that was perfect. perfect. What about
1: when he, like how he wasn't even known as Han Solo and he was given that name by an Imperial.
2: I don't like that name. Don't like, don't like how they did that. I, don't yeah, like I wasn't, it.
1: Right. I wasn't a huge fan of how, how that's how it was given to him. Like I just always thought that was his name.
2: Yeah. Exactly. But I, I still
1: it was, 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 was still pretty was funny. funny though. Like he's given his name by an Imperial. Yeah.
2: I just I just don't understand why they had to make his name such like a, a thing that happens. I thought it was just his name. Yeah. But well, who cares?
0: My next point kind of links to what you guys were just saying about um the, the Chase Chase scene at the start. I thought the planets we got in this, this film were really cool. Corellia mm-hmm. was awesome. Obviously. And it's such a pivotal planet in Star Wars as well. Yeah, I wish correct. we got more of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, even with... Uh, we don't spend much time on them, but Mimbin, very much reminiscent of Umbara and the Muddy kind of... Uh, it's like reminiscent of the World Wars, mm. just with the trenches and everything. 100%.
2: Uh,
0: Vandal is pretty forgettable. It's just another snow planet.
2: Yeah, but I like seeing snow planets. We don't get to see many of them. Like, you see Hoth, and then you see that one in Rogue One where they bomb the thing, kind of. That was... Oh, no, that was more wet. No, that see, was seeing... Barney. Yeah, i was gonna say we don't really see many wet planets though, like nah. no With planet. Karelia, I thought
1: it was more of a like an always rebel city like Chandrilla and Alderaan. I didn't really think it was like a place where basically the slaves labour sort of thing. Yeah. yeah just um, wanted to mention that.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Because
1: they're known uh, for their shipbuilding. Like it doesn't seem like something that that would you would expect of that, you know, the way it was portrayed.
2: Yeah i um,
1: freezing.
0: <laughs> no, you're not freezing. It's all right. Um, I also thought that St. Castle was good. Yep. Um, and then also, I thought Savarene was a really cool planet. Wait, as much it? as it's like sandy and whatever, I just I don't know. I liked it.
2: Oh, I like the uh, oh yeah. It's not really a planet or place, but scene wise, I like the ship. His yacht thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. The yacht's cool. It's a bit different because oh. we normally have. Long ships or fat ships, but we don't mm. have thin ships. That one was cool.
2: Like a apartment like city
1: almost. Yeah, like it was cool world. seeing the interior of the Falcon, but how it looked slightly different. Yeah, like more modern. more modern and clean. Yeah, mm. yeah I
2: love
1: um,
0: that. like what you guys were saying before, I thought the Empire and the Rebellion were interwoven into this story really well without having massive impact on the story, um, just to show that they're kind of looming and they're there, but. This story is focused more on the smugglers and bounty hunters.
2: People trying to make a quick buck after after all that happened in Revenge.
0: Yep. Um, Really like how they handled Maul's backstory. I don't really dislike that he got solo from an Imperial officer. Um, I thought they did a good job at just, you know, going through his backstory fairly quickly, um, making us care about him. Yeah, it was a little fast, but I I didn't dislike it to be completely honest.
2: Nah, it's good. Yeah, I I still liked it. Yeah.
0: And then my last positive, I thought, Maul was great to see, but I think the bigger um, implications of Crimson Dawn were really cool because we don't we haven't really gotten a lot of it. We saw it in the Clone Wars um, when Maul was kind of taking over. Mm. Which was cool, but we didn't really get a lot of information about them. But now we can kind of see, and it helps having seen Clone Wars Season 7, where Maul's meeting with um a bunch of the leaders. Um, like... uh... Oh,
2: so no, sorry, you go. Now keep going because one's after it. It'll follow up. Oh,
0: just I don't know. I, I really liked even the symbol. Just yeah. it's very you look at it, and it means something is like something terrifying to a lot of people. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the intimidating and also kind of subdued nature of of Crimson Dawn.
1: The thing is, in regards to like Mole and his little groups and everything that he's had throughout like the Clone Wars and and this is – so in the Clone Wars, you know when the Mandalorians get their armor and they make it look like Mole? That's not Crimson Dawn, is it?
2: No. So what is that then? Moldalorians. (laughs) Moldalorians. Is that really what they're called? I think they have an official. It's
1: been name a yet. long time since I've seen it because I did, I've never really understood the, it would the mole it. bit with his like the... little factions. He always has a little group for him. Yeah, it's always different
2: ways people and using I think star. that's why I didn't know what Crimson Dawn was as well. The thing is though. Okay, linking back to Cooper's one about Crimson Dawn. I think season seven almost is Cooper. Oh, no. yeah, I know sometimes okay. like he's so good at staying still. Um, some so after season seven when he left after Ahsoka let him out. Um. And he just flies off. I know obviously they're trying to indicate that oh you know, he's eventually you're gonna see him again in um solo. But I'm thinking, does that leave the opportunity for even an animated series of mall and like how bridges his gap? Because honestly, we see him a lot, right? Which a lot, yes. a lot of people will hate, but I like it. I never I agree. Um, we don't really know what happened. Like, we obviously know he's with Crimson, but like he looks really old and weathered. So like he goes from like pretty in solo to it, yeah, pretty still yeah. fit and, and mobile and agile in Clone Wars than to how he looks in Rebels. I mean, um, Solo, and then Rebels, where he's like old and like, how did he get yeah. down there? Well, that's like,
0: what I, did... I was thinking. I kind of want to see what happened between Solo and Rebels that made that him lose sense. everything. Yeah. um, And like, why he is taking on this reputation, this identity as an old master.
2: Yeah. But I'm trying to say. <laughs> They did a bad batch Season 1 and 2, now 3, right? Why can't they do a Season 1 of where what happens between um Season 7 and Solo? And then Season 2 will be the other gap. That'll be so yeah, that'll, be,
1: that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be good. Simple,
2: short, mini, Clone Wars animated style, or even Rebels. And um just bridge his story. Because we have a lot of his story, but it's so disjointed that mm. it feels almost like when he shows up, like, oh, how is he still here? What What... Like how is he randomly showing up here? <laughs> you know. I got that. So yeah. I'm sure,
1: Sam Whitwell would like that.
2: 100 percent. He loved him.
0: <laughs> so passionate that man. All-, yep. all right. So um, get into some quotes now. Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think there's any meme-worthy quotes nah. in Revenge of the Sith. But I think there's some good ones in here.
1: Mm.
0: Um Lando says, "I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I accept it."
2: That is funny. I do. I. Did love that one
0: so much, yeah. That was good. Um, Lando also says, and this is going back to that friendship bit about Han and Lando. Lando says, I hate you, and Han says, I know. Obviously, it's a like, call to uh, the I love you, I know bit. In- i don't and-
1: say I remember that. Must have missed it. it
0: it's on Savarine when they're looking at the Millennium Falcon, which is all just junk. Now. Yeah. Um, the. No, I, I think I remember that. No. The kind of twist, like, play on, well, not play on words, but the twisted uh, line, I've got a really good feeling about this.
1: Ah, uh, that one, I I kind of cringed because it's always, and I guess Rogue One did it as well since it's not considered a main Star Wars movie, that they slightly changed it. Because you know how in Rogue One they don't finish the line? Yeah,
2: but I think that's. So I guess that's just, what they're going
1: for. Like, it's a side movie sort of thing. But I don't know, it just, it caught me off guard. Honestly, yeah.
0: but but even in the in the uh like setting, it's in. He's finally given control of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and he's it like, sense this in is terms his of chance. He's like, oh yeah,
1: let's go. Yeah, yeah. in it the story,
2: made sense. made sense. Yeah, and then later on, he just he's always oh no, everything's bad. Ah, oh, I'm a bad feeling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, never
0: tell me the odds. Yeah, An- another Lando quote: Everything you've heard about me is true.
2: Yeah, Lando's got a lot of actually good. Everything he says in this movie almost feels like a quote quotable thing.
0: This one's a Han quote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and act it out. You're 190 years old. <laughs> you look great! That's, that's not
2: too bad, you know.
1: You're yeah, not... that's pretty good. Thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a pilot, the best in the galaxy. Yeah, I like, I like that. that. Um, you're gonna need a nickname because I ain't saying that every time. Says, yeah, chewy.
1: Chewy. I don't think there's much wrong with saying Chewbacca, but I understand, you know, chewy.
0: Easier.
1: easier. So
0: much easier. I'm interested to know if you remember this quote. Oh, does she smell nice? Does she have sharp teeth? Oh
2: yeah, I remember that. Yep, yep that's the forearm dude for yep.
0: Um Lando, another quote says, let go of the mean man's face.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um this is a conversation between Han and Chewie. Han says just did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs and then Chewie roars. And then Han says, not if you round down.
2: See, I, always get, <laughs> I always get confused with that kind of stuff. He's always trying to fiddle with it.
0: Um, Maul's quote, I, I didn't know what to choose, but I thought this one was probably the most interesting. He says, one man couldn't have done this alone.
2: Mm, true. Yeah. That almost makes him seem like who the hell is Han Solo kind of thing. It's actually kind of crazy when you think of it like that. Yeah. Because like, you get wrecked by him.
0: And the last one, which is my personal favorite, Beckett. comes from Tobias Beckett. Yeah. Assume everyone will betray you and you'll never be disappointed.
2: You know what that reminds me of? I know what
0: you're going to say, but. Yeah, say,
1: yeah. It. I also know what you're going to say. MJ. Yeah. yeah. That, so is favorite,
0: that is my favorite line from Spider Man as well.
2: Honestly, take that into life. It's good. Expect
0: yeah. disappointment and you'll never be disappointed. True.
2: And we expect yes. Yeah, that's that's,
1: that's a, how I feel about all the Disney Star Wars projects. Oh, geez,
0: <laughs> Let's go. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was going to be you today, Jack, but it's bloody Mark.
2: It's <laughs> it. Always Mark. It's always Mark. It's not. Yeah. You guys it, are. Oh. Randomly get set off. I love it. Great. <laughs> when <laughs> we get Thank to you people's, me. I swear. Gonna oh, go they're going to be fun. What hours of pure Not argument. to
1: watch. They're not going to be fun to watch, but they're going to be fun to talk about.
2: Yeah. I'm not rewatching him. I refuse now, King. I, <laughs> I just finished him. I've done my whole rewatch. I've just oh, yeah, that's finished right, that's right. That's right. That's right. He was like two weeks ago. I'm not going to rewatch him again.
0: I'm looking forward to watching The Last Jedi again. I actually am, I'm not
2: joking. I'm so sad it. I haven't life. seen it in a while, I'm looking forward to it. Every two seconds I was like, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't work, why is this happening? Yeah,
0: we're not going to get into this now, but I'm really <laughs> angry at you and we're going to have a chat about this later.
1: We've got over <laughs> a month to wait for that.
2: Oh no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we still got
0: two, three original movies, one single Rogue movie one. and Rogue One.
1: Yeah, that's
2: good. Plenty of plenty of good times still ahead.
1: We've got time to mentally prepare oh. for it. No, don't Literally. say that. Oh my god,
0: you guys are impossible. Seriously. <laughs> okay, we'll go into who's who has more screen time. Yay. there's not that many characters in this, so it's kind of difficult to do that many. But I've got seven. Mm-hmm. Don't just choose the opposite the opposite one because okay. you because you want to get points. Just right. choose what you want. Yeah, make I think, think in the last one. Yeah. Who has more screen time, Kira or Tobias Beckett?
1: Tobias. Yep, Tobias.
0: No points to anyone. Really? Really? Kira has twenty minutes and 30 seconds. Beckett has 22 minutes and 30 seconds.
2: Yes, Kira was throughout the start, randomly in the middle and at the end, when Beckett was probably just middle to end. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Who has more screen time, Beckett or
2: Chewbacca? Chewie. They're both in like the same time almost. I'm going. It's close.
0: I'll admit It is close between the yeah, two.
2: They're both showed up at the same time on the same planet. And so I'm going Chewy still there. Yeah.
0: Wow. We are zero for two. That is not good. Oof. Beckett twenty two minutes thirty. Chewy twenty one minutes thirty. Oh
2: wow. That is so
0: close. But that okay. Wonderful. Who has more screens? The point of the game. L three or Dryden Voss. L three. L three. We are 04 3. Are you serious? L3 has 7 minutes 15, Dryden 7 minutes 30. All I'm going to say, this What's makes 15 on how much
2: minutes? on how much the movie just cuts between so many different characters. Yeah,
0: but like, that's the point of this game. And... I'm
2: barely in it though, I swear. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? All right,
0: let's try and avoid going 04. Who has more screen time, Val or Empress Nest? Which one's Val again? um the one at the start
1: she love interest is it
2: yeah
1: i'm gonna say emphasis no way (laughs)
2: what are we over five what'd you say jack oh emphasis
0: oh yeah you are over four I'll well, has more no screen time than Emphas Nest. 5 minutes 15, 4 minutes 15.
2: Are we going to go 0 for 7? <laughs> lies. This is so lies. We only need one what, really
0: to win. I have I have faith in you guys that you're going to get this. <sighs> and I want you to say it at the same time so we don't have any... Uh... I,
2: count us in there. Let me think about yeah, it. Yeah, think it
0: I'll give you 5 seconds of thinking time. And then count us down. Who has more screen time? Darth Maul or Lady Proxima? 5, 4... Three, two, one. Lady. Yay! Well done. (laughs) Good job, Jack. High five. Yeah. (laughs) Just because of the (laughs) start. Maul has 45 (laughs) seconds. Lady Proxima at minute 15.
2: Yeah,
1: confident.
0: Who has more screen time? Lando or Dryden Vos?
2: Lando.
1: Lando.
0: All right. We're on a roll. Two each. Yeah. (laughs) One left. If we say the same one, yeah, no, no. So I'll I'll catch you in again just to avoid that. Okay. But we could be going for two draws here. Who has more screen time? (laughs) I'm scared. Rio. Who's Rio? The forearm guy. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Or Val. Five, four, three, two, one. Val. Rio. We have a winner. Damn. Who is it? Val has five minutes, 15. Rio has three minutes.
2: Oh, no.
0: Well done, Jack.
1: Uh, Good job, Jack. Congratulations.
2: Congratulations, Mark.
1: Congrats. (laughs) Where's the hand? There it is.
2: My hand is in existence. (laughs) Well done, guys.
1: Oh, I was was, close to saying Val, and I was like, nah. That was
0: was probably probably the worst I've ever seen you guys perform, but, Jack, you pulled
2: through. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) I think it's because there's so many different characters, you can't really track... Aside well, from there's not really industry. that
0: many characters to be completely no, but, honest.
2: No, but there's a lot. But like, they they only shop for like. There's a lot experience. of
1: minor characters.
2: Yeah, yeah. If like, you could say so many other ones, you could say like, um, you could say the even the dude at the state, um, the one that says his name solo.
1: The, the imperial imperial guy.
0: officer or whatever,
2: because he's probably in the same amount of time as Darth Maul, probably almost. You know, yeah. That's similar to that. All yeah. right.
0: right. We'll finish with some questions. I'm kind of hesitant to ask this one just because we've kind of been discussing it already. Mm -hmm. Um, And you guys can change what I'm asking, actually, if that works. What did you think of the Rebels being portrayed as the initial villains of 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 the story?
1: Good. I want to flip that around because I didn't like that the villains became the Rebels who became good
2: guys. Hmm. I liked it because I thought that it shows that the rebels at this point in time weren't the ones that we see later. They're like kind of a bit more rogue-like and will do anything, even killing people to get their own stuff kind of thing. You know what I mean? I
1: enjoyed oh, them as the Marauders, as they were personally.
2: That's who they're still called. They're, they're not rebels yet, are they? They don't have the name. Not yet. Like just it's as the of...
1: like the, the faceless villains, I kind of liked it. Like, you know, like a cartel, like all these different groups. Like that sort of thing. Like the Pikes, the Marauders, the Crimson Dawn. Okay. Yeah. All the different factions. Mm. All
0: right. Who, in your opinion, is the best character in this movie?
1: Chewy. Although right. I do like and I think it's mainly for the actual portrayal, um, Beckett's character. I think I just like Willie Harrison's acting a lot.
0: Dryden. Dryden, yeah. Um, I, I, would, I would I would say um it's kind of a tie between Beckett and Kira for me. Hmm, Kira. I thought Kira's story is quite interesting.
2: I thought Beckett... We don't usually have that many good villains who aren't Sith or, like, Force wielders, so I thought he was actually a good one, you know, for Star Wars.
0: Who is the most interesting character? Hmm. I'll go. i two.
2: Beckett. Yeah, I was
0: Beckett
1: thinking I'm going to say Beckett Amph- as
2: well. Beckett or Emphys, because... You don't really. You only get a little bit of her backstory. You know where she leads up into, even mm. if you don't like her. I think she's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Did you say you do
1: know where she ends up? No, you don't. Yeah, I was gonna say.
2: That's why she's interesting. She ends
0: up know. in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Whoa, oh, as a flag smasher. Oh, not a great show, but oh,
2: sorry. Wasn't
1: it? Um. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> don't worry. I was thinking of. Um, I was thinking of uh, the Winter, just the Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Go
0: that- not quite not quite that's all i right. right, thinking.
2: um podcast? Okay.
0: this this one might be a little bit tough to remember so i'll kind of help you what is lando's best outfit
2: yeah um i think it's the i like the yellow cape one the traditional yeah
1: his best pin <laughs> on oh, no in an empire yeah. I know, yeah, I know that, you meant this movie.
2: That's my favorite too, but not. New. I'll say
1: the yellow one as well because it's the only one I remember. Yeah,
2: I quite thought um, the
0: the one that he's wearing at the end with the like this not surfers, but it's there's like a pattern across his shirt of like it's very uh, tropical. It's like a blue shirt, I'm pretty sure, or maybe it's a yellow shirt. No, it's a blue shirt. Uh, I just
1: okay. said the I just said the best film one because it's the original.
0: Mm. that's right enough. Alright, last question. Predictions, if there is going to be a Solo 2, what's happening?
1: So you mean what would happen in the movie, or if a second movie will be made?
2: What's the plot? plot What would they focus on?
1: Well, if it was a Solo 2 movie, I would Mm -hmm. say that it would focus on Solo and Chewie and how they get their reputation as the smugglers, and I'm pretty sure in the movie... Are they referring to Jabba the Hutt when they say there's a big gangster in Tatooine yet? Yeah, I would say getting involved with Jabba the Hutt and doing things for a...
2: him. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Jack? Um Similar to Mark, but I also think it's going to have, it's going to cut between, I think, the two main characters. Sorry, Chewie. I count Chewie as, like, a main character with Han because they're always together. So I feel like the main characters will be Han, Chewie, and Kira. And you would see the stuff happening with Crimson Dawn, and uh, and the stuff happening with <clears throat> Huey, which will probably lead to Jabba the Hutt with Crimson. I can see
1: why you say that but for me, the reason I don't say Kira is because the way I see it is their paths have gone separate ways at the end of the first movie. True. But I, think and, uh, I know they have that old relationship with each other but I think um, Kira is going to get involved more with Mol and doing that sort of thing and that's why I said specifically a Solo 2 movie because if I did a movie one could be, like you said before, a show about Mole. That could explain Crimson Dawn. Or with the Marauders, and that could be a rebel show or
2: something. Yeah, I just thought seeing Jabba and him being like a time jump with him hanging with Jabba and doing stuff with Jabba, and then boom, Crimson Dawn, they all have a meeting, and he sees Kira there. Maybe she's upgrading in like a deck of armor or something, and then Mole shows up, and then stuff goes happen, goes sideways and stuff will be so cool. Yeah, Very good. What about you, Cooper?
0: Um... I would like to see more of the same I think definitely progressing Han towards his uh how we know him and um like him in a new hope mm. and also with Crimson Dawn just seeing more of more um progression of that maybe there's a bounty on Han and maybe Han flips the bounty and goes in after whoever's trying to come after him I don't know yeah my question
1: is, is is they didn't know it was Han though did they no, no, but Kira, so, who
2: knows? Maybe gave him up or something because she's worried about her life or something. You know.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, hope for anything else. I, I hope we do get it because I think that'd be a really good way to expand the, the Star Wars universe even more.
2: Yeah, even if they do a TV show, I think now they're more into that kind of stuff. But it's like if they're doing Lando one, why can't we do a Solo two? Yeah, I mean, exactly. we're going from movie to TV show. But I mean, Obi Wan is has his own TV show. And he's in all the movies, it's basically. Not Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So it's like why not? Why not do it though?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Last thing, because we've got to do this before. I hmm. want a number ranking.
2: Oh, yes.
1: I'm for going for to need a reminder of my others.
0: Um. Okay. Mark 6.4, 6.9, 8.5. Jack, you were 5.3, 6.1, 9.8. And... I think
1: I'm going to say 6.8.
0: 6.8 mark. so better than phantom menace but not as good as attack of the clones yep
2: uh we're not comparing it are we i thought we we're doing the individual ones. no no just... we are
0: i'm just i'm just looking at yeah, the score and
2: yeah because i think all the movies are probably still technically better because it focuses on no sorry It's my dog focusing on all the um actual characters but i'll go 6.7, but I was going to produce very similar for once. I'm going to do the same as Mark. I was thinking more closer to seven.
0: This has probably been the like most uh agreed upon, yeah, range. There was only 0. 0.4 between us. I what did you with- say? Cooper? I went 7.1, which okay. is what I gave the Phantom Menace as well. Okay, um, I think both my they- movies they both do things. It's completely different stories. It's it, it's not really fair to compare them, but I kind of had the same feeling coming out of this one as I did the Phantom Menace.
2: Yeah, fun, enjoyable, but nothing too you know as good compared to the others. Correct. I was thinking about seven, but like I thought, everyone was be too generous for that. <laughs> a little bit well, low.
0: To be fair, I feel like this movie has like everything you want in a movie, but it just there's something missing from it.
2: Yeah, I, I can't explain it. I think it's really hard. You
1: know what I reckon is missing, and I'm not joking. Harrison Ford.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think honestly, a deep fake, like a really good, like let's just say we had the technology, like perfect technology to do it, just do it with his face over it. I reckon it would be, I reckon, I reckon it would be unreal because I think it's harder to connect with someone that you just know isn't him. Like, and he.
1: And that's nothing against Alden, obviously.
2: Yeah. I thought he did a great job. But yeah. that's the only issue when you're casting someone different to play a different yes. version of someone iconic. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, overall pretty good. Yeah. All
0: right. We'll leave better. it at that. Thanks for tuning in. Again, we do appreciate you guys who are checking in weekly with us. Um, we enjoy mm-hmm. putting out the podcast as much as we hope you guys enjoy listening to them. Next week, we will probably be doing Rogue One, and we've got some very interesting stories mm. to uh, tell about Rogue One. Um, <laughs> so that'll be good to uh, explore. But for the moment, we'll uh, leave you there and catch you next week.